0: means you can travel worry free download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with
1: viator
2: up yeah. the end of your pee hole i don't want a memory of that at all lube up your pee hole is that normal i don't know i mean it's supposed to be a tiny camera they had to go back to the storage room and look for a bigger camera <laughs>
1: you're a pretty funny dude <laughs>
2: This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone.
1: I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community and host of All Things Testosterone. The TRT Community is a Facebook group of patients helping patients navigate the struggles associated with testosterone replacement therapy. We have educational resources at TestosteronePodcast.com, including TRT-related clinical studies and a doctor search tool. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. So me and Ian used to always joke... That we had to save all the topics for the podcast. Yeah, You just started talking to me about a doctor's <laughs> appointment and I panicked and hit the record button. So yeah, you had yeah. your appointment with Apple?
0: I did. How'd it go? went well. Uh, I had to do it on a forklift. <coughs> I, was in, uh, I was at work. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to work, but he was making fun of me. He was like, ah, I look pretty cold out there. Yeah. Yeah. So you did video?
1: Yeah. It was through Zoom. Okay. Yep. That doesn't seem HIPAA compliant. <laughs> but all right it was good so uh what happened what do you say uh he said yeah you're low
0: um told me to uh go to a lab core yep and either make an appointment walk in whatever's whatever works best and uh
1: that they would send him a copy of my labs so he did he not want your previous labs
0: uh he said that they were a little bit outdated I okay. wanted to get some new when ones.
1: did we do that? was that the finger prick?
0: yeah, that was August of last year, okay,
1: yeah, I think maybe three months, ninety days, Is that what he said uh he didn't give me a timeline. some will take them up to six months, so yeah All right, cool, yeah, so then you don't do you have to have another appointment or do he go ahead and call in a prescription or what? uh he said
0: he wanted to look at the labs that he would check those out, and then he's got his little uh portal uh I don't know portal. Uh, yeah, um, so he would look at them and then send me a message on there. So I'm assuming that the
1: message will be, "Hey, take this amount." Yeah, cool. How do you yeah. feel about doing injections without having like a follow up visit with him? Uh,
0: I think just with with all of our conversations, <clears throat> I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, uh, maybe whenever it gets closer, I'll be a little more nervous. But right now, it's kind of it still feels kind of far away.
1: Yeah. Kayla's brother got his already. He's probably two injections in by now. Nice. He was pretty nervous about it too, but yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. I had a guy uh, in the TRT community, Facebook group the other day that was messaging with me about doing his first injection. Mm -hmm. We went back and forth and back and forth. And I mean, it took him hours, half a day probably because he had the vial and had everything ready. (laughs) Went to the pharmacy, got some, uh, smaller needles. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was a little frustrating because it was the kind of time where, like, he says, you know, how do I do it? And I tell him, how do I – we're fathers, so, like, this makes sense to both of us. But mm-hmm. how do I do it? This is how you do it. Uh, I wish I could find a video. Here's a video of me demonstrating. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, what's the best place to try? This is what I would recommend. And he just – he wasn't really – he was nervous enough to where he wasn't listening to what I was saying. Right. So then after he did it, he was like, finally did it. It was awesome. No big deal. I went ahead and went with my whatever because so and so recommended it, and like that was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I found this video on YouTube, and I'm like, I sent you a video just like that, you know. <clears throat> but anyway, I was glad uh, he was able to get it done. Yeah, that is good. I also talked to a guy the other day that told me that um, there's a clinic out of Prosper that's doing free drive-through labs. What? Yeah. Yeah, Dang, that's kind of far for me though. Yeah, well, and <laughs> but that's pretty awesome. I'd be willing to bet, and I don't know what Apple wants you to get, but I'd be willing to bet that it's just total testosterone, and that's about it. Um, this drive-through lab is what. You're yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. I know this clinic. I know how they operate. They're similar to another big, big, the biggest Texas chain. Um, they have them in shopping and strip malls all over the place. Uh, Can't say their name because, mm-hmm. because they're the biggest they're threatening. Uh, um, yeah. I've been on, I've been on some calls with some other really big clinic owners and they said, you know, this guy will squash you. So <laughs> I don't talk about them, but yeah. um, they're the same way They're It's kind of like a cattle call. They just oh, your total testosterone's low. We're going to inject you. We're going to require you to come in every week. We're going to do it. We're going to mm-hmm. charge you 50 bucks a week. Plus, you know, meds and labs and whatever. Yeah. They hire female nurses. So you drop your pants. They female nurse stabs you in the butt mm. you go on your way. Yeah. It was efficient, but you could just tell that you weren't ever really cared for, you know, right. they didn't, they didn't give a shit if yeah. you were, and they started me really low and it took like, I don't know, nine, 10 months and they were bumping me up real slow. It felt like they were just dragging out the process so that I would keep paying right. them every week. Yeah, But yeah, so they're giving not this company, but the other companies doing free, drive through labs. Yeah.
0: Kevin huh. did ask about the the um
1: the free testosterone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Good. so um cuz he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He I think I don't even remember if he wanted like the if I, he asked if I remembered the um the ratio um but no, I didn't remember. Did you not have the labs? I did, but I was on the Zoom and I was like, oh yeah, uh in the middle of all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of
1: panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I told the guy that was telling me about this clinic in Prosper the exact same thing. You know, you, you can go there; they'll treat you. Your insurance might cover some of it, uh, like labs and stuff. But this is how you're. There's, this is how they're probably going to make you feel. They're yeah. just they're well known for pumping it out to any guy that that wants it. Basically, yeah. So there's uh, there's also some clinics or a clinic that's claiming that California has changed uh, regulations it's causing them to no longer be able to treat not just California, but California at all. And then everyone else, they can only do 30 day supply of medication. And this came up a couple of weeks ago and, um, I don't know how true it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've never really badmouthed a clinic before this particular one happens to be a franchise of a larger clinic. There's like, five or six franchise locations. Mm -hmm. And they've all been involved in something shady at one point or another. Either the DEA is investigating for selling bunk uh, growth hormone or, you know, licensure issues or something. Yeah. So they're saying they can't, um, they can't treat California at all and they can't do over 30 days for anyone. Whereas before you could have buy as much supply as you wanted, not as much as you wanted. um, But certainly uh, 10, 12 weeks at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know what the law says, but maybe more. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've gotten, I've, I've been given 30 milliliters at once before, which is enough for a year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but what they're saying is that instead of just going back to pre COVID regulations Mm that, that, that the, that we're, going beyond what we were pre COVID. So like during COVID telemedicine opened up, they got relaxed because they wanted everyone to be able to treat you know, telemedically. Yeah. And now instead of going back to way, the way it was, they're saying that it's going back to even strict more strict than that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, but matrix, if if that's happening to you, not you because you're treating with Kevin yeah. matrix is um, their license to treat all 50 States. So they don't know what they're talking about with the California thing. They're mm-hmm. licensed to send more than one month at a time. So on top of the normal click the TRT community checkbox, there's a a promo promo code TRT switch. So you'll get the $200 off the initial appointment for the TRT community, and then you'll get $50 off for the TRT switch. And you don't even, like, basically what that'll allow you to do is your first appointment's 50 bucks. And then use the labs that you already have. And then you don't have to, Buy medication for up to six months. So, if, for example, you just got your meds refilled by this other clinic, you can just kind of sit and wait for six months, and then yeah. yeah, nice.
0: I mean, that's a good incentive.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're known for picking up the pieces whenever some clinic because it these you know a lot of these guys they want to treat with the absolute cheapest clinic they can possibly find and I get it. But I mean, if that's the case, you can find a brick and mortar doctor that'll take your insurance. Mm-hmm. They may not be as good. So, uh, I moved the TRT community. You're not on Facebook, so you I'm don't even Facebook. know. <laughs> so we didn't close down the Facebook group, but we're moving to a website forum. Like back in the old days, you're probably not even old enough to have been a member anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I was on DFWstangs.net. I was on Beardboard.com. Mustangs. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The car. Beardboard.com. Nice. And now I'm on TestosteronePodcast.com. So, um... Yeah, we're growing a little bit. That's where I'm going to focus all of my energy. Facebook is, um, well, case in point, just tonight, there's a member of the Facebook group. He's been a member for years, and he saw somebody else post something, and he was like, wait, what the crap? Matrix offers a discount for people in this group. Yeah, and they have for two years, and I say it all the time, but because Facebook decides who sees what, and when they see it, Uh. this guy doesn't even know. Yeah. So I need I need somewhere where we can disseminate information without Facebook putting their hand in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. that's is that the only
0: benefit or one of the main
1: It's the main. Um we'll have more topics that we can talk about. We'll have, you know, sections if you want to talk about research peptides that aren't technically legal to inject but are legal yeah. to buy, we can talk about those. Mm-hmm. Um there'll be more, you know, like Probably weightlifting and diet and exercise and that kind of little categories instead of just because I have to keep it just TRT in the Facebook group where it gets so congested because there's you know thirty one thousand people in there so you just yeah. you can't read through stuff, but on the forum it organizes it better so we can put a whole bunch more topics in there.
0: Yeah, and I'll be able to get on there.
1: Yeah, then I have to go through the Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't joined yet. Yeah, do you know who Nelson Virgil is? No, Nelson Virgil is the. Godfather of TRT, okay. he's in his sixties. Um, I'll tell you this story. So, I don't uh, eight ten years ago. Whenever I started the started well, ten years ago when I started TRT, mm-hmm. I was looking for information much like you have, and there wasn't anywhere. First place I went was Facebook. Are there any Facebook groups for this? Mm-hmm. There weren't not one single Facebook group for it. Mm-hmm. So I started one. Nelson Virgil had one for years before me two or three years before me. Uh, but he <laughs> accidentally set it to secret instead uh, of private. <laughs> so come to find out years later, it was, it was two years later, at least maybe three after I had the group that I found out he was able to argue with Facebook and they eventually reset it to se- to uh, private. Because once you go secret, they won't let you change it. If you've got over uh, X ex- because those members that joined uh, joined under the impression that it was secret. Right. So um, he ended up arguing, and, and they they did set it back to private. And then you know I was like, holy crap, there's another group. There was a little bit of bad blood, you know. His moderators didn't like me. I was called a copycat and things like that. But the honest story is that I had no idea they existed, right? Or I would have just joined. Right? I'd never started a Facebook group before. <laughs> um, if so was secret, then right? How would right. You know? And I've told him that. I've I've spoken to him a few times on the phone. He's he's the godfather of TRT. He owns DiscountedLabs.com. He. Um, helps people connect with clinics kind of like I do. Um, he's like a neuroscientist or biomechanical engineer or some shit. He's super smart, brilliant written books, just great guy. Yeah. Um, I talked to him, uh, last week and I think he's going to come on with us in the near future awesome. and talk about some stuff. Um, yeah. And we we're just talking about the TRT business in general. Uh, this, this story is because this in in conjunction with a couple other things I'm about to tell you, just have absolutely made me feel like I'm on top of the world this week. You know, I'm talking on the phone with Nelson Virgil and anybody who's ankle deep in TRT knows who he is. Um, Ben Kapolsky. Have you ever heard of him? Kapolsky sounds familiar. An IBFFA, whatever it is, bodybuilder. He joined the group. He wants to come on the show. Uh, Uh, He immediately then started soliciting. So I had to like remove some of his stuff, but he's got (laughs) diet and exercise stuff he's 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 got a big successful podcast as well yeah um i was talking to a guy today and he told me that he found me because andrew huberman talked about me on his show yeah that's crazy huberman Labs. so apparently and my wife has spent the last five hours digging back through old episodes of his trying to find where he talked about us but apparently he's mentioned us a time or two yeah that's awesome I was called an internet sensation the other day by this guy, like, <laughs> by
3: who?
1: Uh, some guy in the forum. Like, oh. I, I, he, we were talking via post, and he said something like uh, about an email that he sent and that I responded to, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I couldn't believe you're like an internet sensation that you <laughs> took the time to respond to <laughs> my email." And I'm like, "Man, it it's so it's bizarre because not only do I not." ever consider myself anything like that, I don't feel like anyone else does either. Mm. You know, people oftentimes, they don't give a shit what I'm saying. They don't (laughs) respond to my emails. If I, and and I think a lot of it is the way Facebook makes me feel. If I say something, I have a, a Facebook page with like 20 something thousand followers. I could say something and it tells me how many people saw it. It can be like 57 people that saw it, mm. you know, like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. So when somebody calls me an internet sens- uh, sensation, it catches me off guard. But because of all that, I made some new sweet shirts. Nice. Yeah. Did you see the, you saw the one with the, let me see if I'll, I'll pull up another one that I am working on.
0: Yeah. Amy did show me one of the graphics. I don't know how many you put out there, but just one. Okay. Yeah. She showed me that one. Got another one in the works. Yeah. It's exciting. Sounds like a huge week.
1: There's another one.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> you know, and and somebody commented in on Facebook and said, you know, if you wear that they're going to know you're on TRT. And I'm like, yeah, and and I totally understand where he's coming from. But what my comment back to him was after 10 years of seeing it change thousands of guys lives, you stop being ashamed of it. Mm. And it took me 5 or 6 years I already had the page, the group, the page. It was probably when I started the podcast that I started attaching my name and face to all this stuff, mm. you know, because I didn't want my family or the people I worked with to, to know what was going on. Yeah, so I, I understand where that dude's coming from. Who is this that said that? Just somebody in the Facebook group. Oh.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess I've grown up, or I, like since I have come into this whole scene. It's been pretty normal. Yeah. Like all the guys that I've met in the last uh two or three years, they've all been really open about it. And I haven't met I mean, I guess I wouldn't if they were closed off about it, but I haven't met anybody who's really been ashamed to say, Yeah, I'm on T
1: R T or Yeah, and I do think there's been a shift in the last three, four, five years. Um, and it, it continues to grow, you know, and mm-hmm. that's part of what we're trying to do here is just destigmatize it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a little bit different 10 years ago and then even five years ago. But now it is definitely getting more more comfortable. Yeah. So we've also got a big episode coming up. Well, a big episode that we already passed. We, I, I wanted to celebrate 100 episodes, which was done in like, I don't know, November or December. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I wasted episode 100 on Risa. Risa grew. Oh, that, yeah. uh, that was a good episode. Yeah, it's all right. It, you know, <laughs> downloads say otherwise, but I liked it. <laughs> um so we're gonna do something big i'm gonna have you and me and kevin and ian and eric and everyone that's essentially everyone that's ever been on the show in person um as a co-host they're gonna all be here at this table awesome they have to bring the microphones that i've given them over the years because i don't have enough for everybody (laughs) but uh they're gonna bring their stuff sweet we're gonna do something cool yeah last time we were all together, minus you, we were stabbing Kevin in the finger, trying uh, to drain his blood. So yeah. they're going to make the drive out here. Blood brothers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, remember that mold test? Yes. So I did this mold test because I moved into this house in October, and I've been stuffed up, uh, congested and coughing and sneezing ever since. And I don't really struggle with allergies much. And when I do, it's normally my eyes. They get red and watery. Mm-hmm. but I did a mold test in my bedroom, eight <laughs> feet from where I sleep, okay
0: oh my gosh, what is that <laughs> that's
1: mold, and it's like eight different kinds of mold what yeah, how did you what like what goes on with this how did this okay, start? so this is how you do it. You fill this petri dish with this goo that they give you, you okay. sit it, sit it out, and let it uh you put the lid on it for like an hour, two hours, and you let okay. it the uh, the the gel kind of. Congeal. You take the lid off, you set it in the room for an hour, then you put the lid back on and you set it up on top of the refrigerator for two days. Wow. So the lid was only off that thing for an hour. Yeah. And it was just sitting on essentially my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And this is what I got. That's crazy. I mean, it is full of like, there's one. I mean the whole the whole bottom is full. There's like uh silver dollar sized mold growths going on in here. Is that a little orange glob in there too? Yeah, orange and black and white and I mean all kinds of stuff. Dude, that's crazy. So yeah. There you so, go. So I'm gonna send that off <laughs> send that off and have it analyzed and figure out if it's like just allergen stuff or if it's dangerous stuff. Is that normal? Like I don't know. <laughs> it can't be, right? I mean, that's a lot of mold. That- for an hour that's crazy yeah. and yeah, I, I, i'm interested you know I, there's there's harmless mold right harmless oh, for so, sure. but then there's like cancer causing mold like what is in this dish yeah. what is that that's what i want to know
0: freaking uh what is that stuff called the uh
1: like do as, they have asbestos asbestos yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used to put that in promotions. elevator doors yeah they had it everywhere yeah i think my dad uh i know my dad built a workbench out of an elevator door and he's said He can't customize it any further because Mm -hmm. it's got asbestos in it. So he can't like, you know, cut notches. He can't cut it at all. So it's really cool workbench. You know, it's, I don't know, what are doors? Nine, 10 feet tall? Typically. And it's a bench with that as the top. Yeah, that's nice. Just can't customize it. (laughs) All right. I think, uh, I think Kenzie Blackburn is ready for us. Let me see if he's in this. So this is a TRT (laughs) community member. It's a pretty cool story. What's going on, man? Howdy. Nice to meet you. You too. So I was just telling, this is my buddy Mikey here, Um, I was just telling him uh, that, you know, we're chatting with you, and I just wanted, you were telling me about your interesting story the other day, so I wanted to um, put it on the podcast. Every now and then I like to hear interesting stories. So you are um, in the Facebook group, and... I guess, take it away. You started out at what age with your symptoms, low energy and
2: poor sleep? Wife and I always joke around. Um, It seemed like after 25, it was just downhill after that. And it was enough where I was complaining about it with my doctor. So um, probably late 20s, he started running labs, running panels. And and, uh, I think he checked testosterone back then, but we never discussed it. Um, I found something. It was in the 300s. He did stuff like thyroid, you know, checking yeah. all that. And it was fine. So he just left it at that. Um, he just kept saying, you know, try cutting caffeine out. I work in construction. So I was one of those stereotypical guys that has the green Stanley thermos. I take a pot of coffee every day, you know, second <laughs> coffee down. And he said, you got to knock that off. You know, it's too much caffeine. So I did. No change. So I started cutting out carbs. Uh, um low, lower sugar, no change. And it was really, really frustrating. And this was just years. So, um, years of all of this, eventually he says, what about, what about some sleep medicine? So I was afraid of him like suggesting like ambient or something like that. You know, I always hear horror stories of people waking up in the middle of the night, sleepwalking and having no clue that they're baking a turkey in the kitchen. You know, like I (laughs) don't want to do that. (laughs) but he was, he was, uh, he was pretty conservative. He ended up putting me on trazodone. I think it was 50 milligrams, which I found out later is a low dose antidepressant. I didn't know that, but after, after taking it for a while, I can see why people would complain about depression medicine. I mean, I'm on a really low dose and I'm doing it for sleep. I can't imagine taking that trying to function. Did
1: you do it at bedtime or did you still have to take it every day?
2: He told me to take it as needed. Okay. So uh, my problem, I could always fall asleep. I, I mean, I I call my sleep problems insomnia. I don't know if it's clinical insomnia. I could always fall asleep. I could never stay asleep. Yeah. So I'd go to bed. I, uh, you know, nine o'clock. I'd wake up at midnight, and I'm up from midnight to five, just wide awake. And then maybe five o'clock, I'll fall back to sleep. My alarm goes off at six a.m. Yeah, I, it was it was like that five, six nights a week. I'd get maybe three hours and that's, I mean, you guys know if you don't sleep, it's maddening. Yeah, absolutely. So with the Trazodone, I could take it if I woke up midnight, you know, and just didn't feel good and I'm not going back to sleep. I could take it. And, um, it, it wasn't like Benadryl where it would hang on and just make you feel like you're dragging in the mornings. Mm-hmm. It seemed like you, you metabolized it pretty good. um, so I could still get up in the mornings, go to work. I mean, it was no problem. So I, that was probably, I want to say maybe 2016, 2017, he gave me that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of amazing. I I'm, I went from maybe sleeping three hours a night to now most nights, I'm getting probably six or seven at least. So it was kind of a game changer. But what but happened? then that's when I told you, <laughs> I started having prostate problems. Yeah. Which was kind of shocking. I mean, bladder is full as can be. And he knows you're in construction, right? So you got outhouses. Yeah. So you go out to the outhouse and it's like, I, my bladder is full. It is painful. Nothing's happening. Man. you know, and you're standing there like, what in the world is wrong? I have to pee. Why can't I pee? Yeah. So I would compl- I, you know. Eventually, I it just took too long. It was I've never experienced this before. How long? Like,
1: explain if you don't mind. Go a little deeper. Like, are we talking? You know, you'd get to pee once a day, or the normal oh, you know. just have to stand I, there for I mean, a few? Like your
2: bladder's full. It's a ton of pain. You know, you 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 go to the restroom, you go to the urinal, you go to the outhouse, whatever it is, and instead of you know few seconds, 20 seconds, I'm in and out. I'm like a minute and a half waiting for something to start.
1: Yeah. Was it painful yeah, it or was, just irritating?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was painful. It was frustrating. Um, Wife suggested for a while, you know, like uh, she said, she would say like, it sounds like you got a UTI. Yeah. And I'd go get tested for that. No UTI. So the doctor and my wife would say, take those <sighs> What's those, I always forget what they're called, the, those little pills. You, wife usually takes them for UTI, turns like your pee orange.
1: Diuretic or something. I don't know what they're, I don't know.
2: Um, I think they yeah, start with a Z or called. something. With a Z? It, you yeah. can get it over the counter, yeah. you know. I was taking those things and it would give me some kind of relief, but I mean, something is clearly wrong, right? I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, late 30s at this point. I should not have this problem. So I complained to my doctor. He had done um, urine tests and that kind of thing. Nothing ever came up. So he says, you got to go to a urologist. So I go to a urologist. <laughs> have you guys gone to like, have you gone down that road? <laughs> have no. Have you gone to a urologist? No. Prostate exams?
1: Nope. Dude. I have had a doctor's so finger I, in my butt, but he wasn't a urologist.
2: <laughs> okay well this was my first experience with that um i i don't get to see the urologist i get to see his np his nurse practitioner very awkward woman <laughs> like this is already strange enough now i gotta go through this with a theme like come on yeah anyway she says prostate is slightly enlarged um it's not that big of a deal we've got meds for that. So I started, I think it was Tamsulosin and it's supposed to um, reduce the swelling and at least take care of those problems. Uh, you have to take it for a month before it starts working. And I took it for a couple of months, nothing, I nothing happened. So I finally discontinued it because I, you know, I don't want to take medicine if it's not helping. Yeah. So eventually, I back to my doctor again, complaining about the same things. I still can't sleep. Well, I'm sleeping. I'm on Trazodone. My energy's low, and now I got these prostate problems. So he puts me back on the medicine and says, "Try it again. Let's see what happens." That didn't work. He, about six months later, switched medicines to uh, Finasteride. Yeah, it's same kind of prostate medicine. Lower doses, they use it for
3: prostate.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, higher doses, you know, they use it for hair loss. Yeah. But uh, lower doses, they use it for prostate. I did that for a couple of months, no change. So he says, you've been on the two medicines that we would recommend. At this point, you got to go back to the urologist. So I go back to the urologist. I get to see the man finally instead <laughs> of his NP. <MP>. The. Guy- <laughs> Have you ever had an experience with a doctor with no bedside manner?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. What did he say?
2: Uh, it was rough. He, I mean, I explained symptoms. This is why I'm here. This is the medicine I've been on. Uh, what do I do now? And he says, well, you don't have an enlarged prostate. I'm like, well, how do you know I don't have an enlarged prostate? Like, <laughs> we've just been talking for two minutes. <laughs> and he's getting, like, all this stuff out of the cabinet. I'm like, oh, God. He's doing a prostate exam, too. So he's getting yeah. his gloves out. He's getting the lube out and all this stuff. And I'm just stressing out like crazy. And he says, well, if you had an enlarged prostate, the medicine would have helped. Medicine didn't help. Therefore, no enlarged prostate. <laughs> Your logic is irrefutable. There. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he does the exam, says everything's fine. I can't see anything wrong. You have one option at this point. And that's when he said the cystoscopy. Yeah. The, the only way we can see is if we run a camera up into your bladder and have a look around. I, you know, this is probably 2020 now, so we're high to COVID. Um. Do you, do you guys know what a cystoscopy is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, it's, it's a camera into your bladder. Yeah. Up yeah. the end of your pee hole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I call the penis periscope. I didn't know what it was. You didn't really explain it. Yeah. So I, I did what I think most people our age would do is you jump on the Internet and you start doing searches. So here, here's my little bit of advice. Do not do what I did. Do not go to YouTube when you're coming up for this procedure and Google or not Google, but look on YouTube for uh, cystoscopy experiences. I don't have any clue why a guy would do this, but there are dozens and dozens of videos of guys that, like, bring their phone and video themselves during the thing while they're wide awake. Wow. It's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. I mean, I know it has to be a small camera, but, (laughs) I I mean, my God, it was horrifying. So you did it. Oh, yeah, I did it. That was my only option.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So I do God. wife and I go down to the hospital. Fortunately, you know, we didn't have to do a clinic or anything. It's down at the main hospital here in town. Um, got all gowned up, waiting there for hours, got the IV in. And I find out, fortunately, in my case, they're they're knocking me out. They're doing um, anesthesia. Yeah. So I don't have to be awake for it, which is kind of a huge relief.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want a
2: memory of that at all. Right. <laughs> I don't want to remember that. So the guy's resident comes to get me most polite man in the world. And he says, right when he's taken me down, I don't want you to get your hopes up for this too much. Did they tell you about the test? And I'm like, tell me what? He says, there's only an 11% chance we're going to find anything. What? Like, I'm doing the math in my head. There's an 89% chance, chance it's not going to find anything. Like, why are we even here?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't. You can interpret that a lot of different ways. Maybe only 11% of the time, you know, somebody actually has yeah whatever. But they take you down to the OR. They stick you in a room. You got to get in stirrups, you know, like you're in a, a woman in a gyno visit. Knocked me out. But, I mean, they lube up your pee hole and they thread a tiny camera into your penis through your urethra they go past where your prostate is because they want to see is your prostate pinching your urethra maybe that's your problem and they go all the way up into your bladder and they have a look around which doesn't sound you know it's not that big of a deal but I mean it's supposed to be a tiny camera I did find out afterwards that they had to go back to the storage room and look for a bigger camera (laughs) I think I think they called it the Clydesdale. Oh boy, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. So, I'm kidding. so you're
1: knocked out for that, obviously. But yeah. did, was there pain or uncomfortability after the fact? Were you a little sore? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In so, in your penis or up in your bladder or both?
2: I would say from bladder all the way through. Yeah, and that's the one thing that nobody ever told me. They want you to drink a ton of water to help flesh out your system because that causes a little bit of trauma. So the first few times you pee, mm. you got a little bit of blood. I mean, it's a little pink. Yeah. And they want you to just hydrate like crazy because the more you pee, the more you're going to flush everything out and prevent infection and make everything heal better. Mm-hmm. They did not tell me that it feels like you're peeing razor blades. Oh. So for two or three days, like every single time, I'm dreading it because it, it's the only way I could describe it. It feels like you're peeing razor blades. It was horrible. You know, for 11% chance to see maybe we got something going on here. Yeah. So that was just super frustrating. So I I think I did what anybody else would do. Now you start going back to Google. Why do I have these symptoms? Because his only answer was, I mean, the guy was rude as can be. Rude with my wife on the phone. There's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. You know. (laughs) Call us in two or three months if you've got a problem. He's fine. Go home. Which I thought was really ironic. I never expected this. I know the guy's a urologist, right? I just thought it was ironic. I never expected him to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. It was not yeah, hey, pardon
1: did, me. Did you did you spend time and come up with all these jokes? You're you're a pretty funny, dude. Did you did you prepare? No, I told the story to all my friends. Okay, okay.
2: It. okay. <laughs> it, it was nuts. It he was, was nuts. pretending
1: like he was nervous to do this, but come to find out, he's 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 ready.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was nuts. It was so you know. I'm back to the drawing board. I don't want to go back to see him. You know, I, I'm done. So I did a ton of research, and um, eventually I find out Trazodone causes bladder and urinary problems in younger people. I think it's something like one tenth of one percent.
1: Did any of the? Well, I guess if it's if it's that low, maybe even if the doctors knew you were taking it, they wouldn't have wouldn't have put it together.
2: Yeah, I think it's that obscure. They just never. That would have not been on the radar. Yeah. So I saw that, and I I quit taking that stuff immediately. And within probably a month, two months, all my issues straightened out, and I was fine. But, I mean, that was great news, but now I'm back to and I can't sleep. So I'm doing research after research, and everything keeps coming back as testosterone, low testosterone being an issue, which I've never heard of before. Nobody's ever explained this to me. Um, I've never had a, a, a conversation with a doctor about all this stuff. It's it, it was very very random to me. Yeah, and I I just kind of put it on the back burner and I you know I don't care. Well, 2021 comes around and I think you know a lot of us have been under lockdown for all that time. Things are starting to opening up. You know, I've gained a little bit of weight. My wife always joked around. She saw something, I don't know if it was on Twitter or what, but like the pandemic, you'll come out of the pandemic either a hunk, a chunk, or a drunk. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm kind of working on the chunk part. (laughs) So I thought, 2021's rolling around. Let Let me see if I can hunker down and just really get serious, change my diet, cut some carbs out, Everything I read said, um, if you do uh, more vitamin D, D3 can have a hormonal effect. It can increase your testosterone. So I took vitamin D. I cut I cut most sugar except natural, you know, fruits and vegetables. I cut most sugar out of my diet. I went to um, a higher protein diet because more protein is supposed to increase your testosterone. I started looking into supplements. Um, I came across, I think it's tribulus. It's a uh, um, Chinese herbal blend. It's supposed to help testosterone. I started taking that. Vitamin C. I mean, anything that I could find that seemed reasonable, that was over the counter, you know, low risk. I'm, I'm doing all of it. Yeah. And it it occurs to me, I'm, I'm exercising. Okay, I uh, mentioned that too. I started working out about five days a week. And it occurs to me, I'm doing all these changes. I don't know what my testosterone level is. So I messaged my doctor. He says, go to the lab. And in April of 2021, I get labs that come back at um, 392. And I'm like, you know, it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. But it's not great. At least I know where I'm at. So for me, that was kind of motivating.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, this is where I'm at. Now I can really hunker down. I can get serious. And I spent the best part of the rest of the year, better part of the year, just really trying to dial in diet, lose weight. Um, I was feeling a little bit better. Energy was still in the tank. I mean, like to try to work out, I would just, I mean, like you're forcing yourself to do it. I just did not want to do it. Not interested. You know, usually, usually when I would, I go to work, I work in commercial construction. so I get home and if I had to mow or do chores or anything around the house, I'd have to sit on the couch and sleep for 15, 20 minutes. I mean, there's no way after eight or 10 hours of work that I'm going to go out and mow. Um, And that's just, that's how life has been like since my late twenties. Yeah. So I spent the best part of 2021 dialing in my diet dialing in the supplements. I'm doing all this stuff. I was really proud of where I was at come November. So I lost a couple inches around my waist. Like I'm not a big guy to begin with. You know, I'm five, eight back then I was 170 pounds. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big guy. I'm, I'm a little grown man to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I made all these diet changes, lost a couple inches around my waist. I started gaining weight. So I'm like, I know I'm putting on some muscle, I go back to the doctor, they run labs, and I'm really excited to see where I'm at because I know I've made some progress. And I went from 392 down to 363, Ugh. which I mean, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. But you were looking but for six, my, 700.
2: Yeah. I was <laughs> looking for like 500 plus at least on them. Yeah. And I asked my doctor, like, what? I I think I've done everything I can think of. I mean, what what am I missing to try to bring that up? And he looked at me and said, I mean, I don't think you can. I think you've exhausted your your options. So, I asked about testosterone replacement. And I was really really nervous. I mean, my doctor's younger. He's probably a couple years older than me. So he he's a, he's a younger guy. And I've been with him for probably 18 years, but I just, I don't know if he's the guy to prescribe this or what, but he said, you know what, let's do it. Let's go for it. (laughs) Which I was crazy excited. And he started me on the old 200 milligrams test sip every two weeks. Yeah.
1: Had, Had he, did he have experience with TRT patients or were you, was he learning with you?
2: I don't know. And I've, asked him a little bit and he's he's not real forthcoming um in spelling out like how many patients he's got or how many he monitors. I think at least he's got enough to be comfortable with making the recommendation and, and you know not making a referral
3: yeah
2: um, yeah so I, I started that they they did the 21 gauge inch and a half needle. <laughs> Which was a nightmare. (laughs) I remember, you know, filling it. The whole thing was a piece of cake. And I'm sitting down and I decided to do thighs because I kept seeing that was easy. Yeah. And I think it took me 15 minutes to do the first one. I mean, it made me sick. You you
1: were able to do it yourself with a 21 gauge?
2: I never got that whole thing buried. I couldn't get that whole inch and a half in my leg. Yeah, that's what she said. And I did the 21 gauge for a couple of months. And then I asked for a uh, 25 gauge and cause they were running this through insurance the whole time. Yeah. So they finally switched to a 25 gauge, which made a world of difference. But in the beginning, when I started off, I really thought it was a placebo cause uh, I would do my shot on Monday. I, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I don't feel anything. It, I mean, it's nothing by Wednesday. I could feel better I Wednesday night, I could always mark in the calendar. I'm going to sleep great Wednesday night, mm, yeah, and I noticed that right away, and it would ramp up Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I would feel great, Sunday it would kind of start coming down, you know, hit the peak and start coming down by Tuesday the next week, I was dragging, yeah, and I could not wait to do my shot again the following Monday. So I did that for a couple of months, come back, and um, he wants to know how things are going. I explained all of that. And he says, it, I even explained, is, I'm worried that this is a placebo. I mean, I'm only, you know, if it's eight weeks, I'm doing it every other week. It's like, what, handful of shots. Yeah. But I'm sleeping great. I slept better in eight weeks than I did the past 18 years. Wow. It was nuts yeah. to me. Energy was great. I felt good. Um, I had read about the mental fog thing, and I would have never said that was something I experienced yeah. until it was gone. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah.
2: And that's what was crazy to me. When it was gone, I just, my gosh, I can think clearly this is nuts. <laughs> Um, That's how I you know, was
1: with the uh ambition and uh anxiety. I didn't I didn't see it as a TRT benefit until I stopped TRT and then I thought, "Oh crap, this this was helping me."
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. But that was my concern, you know, is this a placebo?" And he said, "No. Not you're not going to have a placebo for 2 months. So it has to be working." So he said, "I I'm going to I think we have the dosage right. I think the frequency is wrong. Wow. So let's do 200 every week and see what happens. And when they had for that visit, when they had checked my testosterone, I went from. I think it was three sixty three down to three twenty three. And this whole time we've been watching the numbers. Yeah. And he, he made it very, very clear. He shows me on his screen all my numbers. Here and now I'm on testosterone. It went down again. He said, I don't care about this anymore. I'm looking at resolving symptoms. And we have that. We have symptom resolution right now. So don't worry about the numbers. The numbers don't mean anything. Just stay on your shots. So I started doing 200 every week. And holy cow. I felt, (laughs) I kind of felt like the liver king ate Superman. it (laughs) It was insane. I mean, no, I, I didn't feel the peaks and the valleys. It didn't feel like a roller coaster anymore. It just, it felt insane. It was great. <laughs> so I I do that for maybe 12 weeks. He wants another follow-up. I do blood work again. And usually I, w- I would just get an email with my blood work and I keep waiting for this email and it never pops up. All of a sudden I get a call from the nurse. Uh, you know, Kenzie, we've got your uh, your labs in. I'm like, okay, what's my number? Uh, your number's 1338. <laughs> the, the doctor says you've got to back off. So I'm their, their scale goes from, I think, 300 to 1100 is the lab I'm using. Yeah. And they said 1338's way out of range. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So dial it back to uh, 150 milligrams a week. So, okay, I did it. I dialed it back. I dialed it back, and it within a couple of months, it felt like I was back to not having shots at all. Well, that's actually how I ended up finding your podcast, because um, I listen to podcasts at work all the time. Most of the time, I'm doing something off by myself, so that's how I entertain myself. Put my AirPods in, you know, and just listen to something. And I thought one day, man, just look for testosterone something on a podcast.
1: Yeah. And there was so one
2: I had listened. And uh, I think yours is the first time I heard breaking up the dosage. Yeah. And I tried that with one hundred and fifty. I would break it up into three in a week. And I swear I felt even worse. And I was super frustrated with my wife, <laughs> you know, to. Go, it's like I found kryptonite, you know, it's like <laughs> it was so frustrating. I felt really, really good. Then all of a sudden they back it down. I'm I'm like I feel worse than when I started.
1: How long did you feel really really good before they backed it down?
2: <sighs> Probably four months, but that was still in the beginning. Yeah. So I, I mean, I know even listening to your interviews with Kenny, he usually says by the is it twelve month mark or twelve week mark. Yeah. You know, usually your natural production is shut down at that point. Yeah,
1: Somewhere between like the eight and 12 week is when not only that, but when other, you know, estradiol starts creeping up. So a lot of guys feel amazing for eight to 12 weeks and then they kind of start to fall off a little bit.
2: Yeah. So I started in November, end of November for 2021 and they didn't lower the dose, I think until March.
1: Okay. That's a little longer than I would, you know, blame those things.
2: Yeah, the whole time I I've been kind of scratching my head trying to figure out if that was just, what, you know, what everybody calls the honeymoon period. Yeah. where you've got it, both.
1: It's also a little strange if if 200 is putting you up in the 13s that just 150, which is not that small of a jump down would would right. drop you that much, you know. Mine mine is more like 150 drops me way far down, 300 gets me back up, but 200 still doesn't do anything for me.
2: Wow. Well, yeah. I'm I don't know that – I can't say I'm there yet, but my numbers keep dropping. Well,
1: let me tell you – that. let me ask you this. When you were doing your labs, were you doing them on the same day in your cycle every time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: because even my doctor was insistent, don't get your labs done until at least three days after your last shot. Yeah. So three or four days, he was happy. So I was pretty consistent with that. Okay. But anyway, that's how – I mean, I found your podcast, heard of Matrix, never heard of it before – and I, I told my wife last year in July, can I just try this? You know, I know we're leaving insurance. You know, I'm doing telemedicine. I don't know these people, but I I think it's going to be different. Just can I just try it? I can always go. And I talked to my doctor, too. I was open with him about it. And even now, when I get labs, I give him my labs all the time so he can still see what's going on.
3: Yeah.
2: And he's he was OK with it. He said, anytime you change your mind, you know, I'll I'll take care of it. Um, and the first appointment I had with Reed with matrix told him this whole story. And he's like, you've told me what I needed to hear. 200 is your number. <laughs> Go back on 200 right now. <laughs> so I, you know, I did. And it was like, Hey, holy cow, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> but it's, I just had a, a follow-up with Sean a couple of weeks ago. And, um, he had added a uh, Nandrolone to my protocol because, with construction, man, these last 20 years, yeah, everything hurts. I've got bad knee, bad hip, bad shoulder. So I did the 200 a week with 100 milligrams of nandrolone, And my levels are at like 921, which is kind of wild. Yeah. And he even said he expected it to be much higher than that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We just raised it to 150 I mean, it should raise the testosterone, too, so that's new. I'm only in week two of that, week two or three. But you're feeling so good, So we'll though. see what happens. Feeling good? Yeah, I feel, I'm starting to feel a lot better. It, it's been night and day, though. Yeah. It's been night and day. I am thrilled with Finding Matrix. Sean is fantastic to talk to on the phone.
1: It sounds like you had a pretty good brick and mortar doctor too. And I feel like that's the piece that most people are missing. I had a decent one, Mike, you see in the same guy I started with years ago. Um, He's not bad. And your guy wasn't bad, but so many of them are just terrible. You know, can you imagine what you would have gone through if you would have had a shitty doctor?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, even, even with that. And I agree with you totally. I didn't know what he wasn't checking yeah. until listening to your interviews with Matrix. We never checked free testosterone. Yeah. All of what we did was just total. The, I don't think he ever checked uh, hemoglobin hematocrit. Yeah. Never checked estradiol. And that's the other thing that I kind of convinced my wife. Hey, I mean, yeah, he started me on it and it's great, but he's only looking at, you know, a one eighth of the picture. Yeah. So that's the other thing I got to say. I really like about Matrix; they have knowledge of all this stuff. We talk about it. Yep. It's. Um, I think it's a lot better care.
1: Yeah, it definitely I'm happy. is. I'm a fanboy. How long are your appointments? I mean, you've got to be on the on the phone with them for forty five, sixty minutes, right? Like yeah,
2: me? usually forty five with Sean. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's kind of kind of how I am with Kenny. It. I mean, it's. Sean jokes, you know, makes fun of me and says, we're talking about personal stuff. We're not, we're, we're going over my labs for an hour and I've been a patient for a year and a half. So it's not even like it's new, you know, but he's still just thorough.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, very cool. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you found matrix. I'm glad you're feeling good. I hope they dial you in. How long have you been with them? Just a few months or what?
2: Uh, July of last year. Okay. Very yeah.
1: Cool. yeah, this is
0: awesome. No, it's
2: been good. It's been good. I have no complaints so far.
1: That's what Mike's going to do, too. Yeah. He's going to start with the doctor, and he's going to end up at Matrix before you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And, you know, Kevin Epple, the one that you're seeing, he's a he's a great dude. He's a great doctor. He's willing to learn and experiment. He's willing to let you kind of take the reins a little bit. But you just can't beat. Like, I feel like Matrix holds our hands you know, and they're there. Maybe it's because they're in the Facebook group and you can ask questions whenever, but you just don't get that with, with a guy like Kevin Apple, as great as he is, it still wasn't enough for me. Now you might be a patient like my buddy, Eric, Eric goes to Kevin, he gets 200 milligrams a week. He never looks back. He doesn't have any issues and he feels amazing for years. Yeah, I'm, that's not, I'm a, I'm a trouble patient. You know, I take, (laughs) I need a little bit more care than that. So, You know, it works for some people, but uh, not me.
0: Yeah. I was saying this is cool to hear your story, Kenzie. Um, I think it was the last episode that we did. We talked about how, uh, I think it was your brother-in-law, how he got on the, the website and was just saying, I see all these negative things. Yeah. And like this yeah. is one of the positive stories like that we don't really get to hear about. Yeah. Like one of the success stories that, you know.
1: Yeah, that's why I was have. so interested in in hearing your positive experience because yeah. you know yeah my brother-in-law was basically saying uh in the facebook group it's nothing but negative and i'm like well yeah but if you know if you went to a transmission rebuilding group you'd hear all the problems too you know it, people aren't praising trt they're they're asking for help yeah mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah exactly no that's good reason yeah yeah, no, I'm I'm happy I found it. It kind of blows me away, and I even told my doctor in the beginning. It blows me away. The thing that helps me sleep gives me energy too. Yeah, like I don't. That's you know what I mean. Those, yeah. those seem to conflict. Yeah, and, and he even said, you know, it's it's what your body needs as a man. It's going to regulate your system. If you don't have it, it throws everything off. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally, I'm still kind of in the closet with a lot of my friends. I haven't told them yet. My closest. Friends and family know that I'm doing it. Um, I think even maybe in the construction communities, people would uh, be a little judgmental, yeah. or something like that. You know,
1: is that so, why um, you were nervous to do the show? You don't want everyone in the world to hear. Yeah, you? probably. Nobody listens. They're not going <laughs> to. If they're listening to this show, they're on TRT or they're considering it anyway. So <laughs> this is true. And before this we connected true. with you tonight, we were just talking about um, how it took me—I don't even know. Five, six, seven years before I put my face with the TRT community. I did it anonymously, um, started the page, never posted with my own name, became contractually obligated to produce the podcast, still wasn't real comfortable with it, but that's the point where I said, you know, screw it, I got to do it now. So it took a long time, but Mikey says the construction industry is open to it.
0: Yeah, all the guys talk about it. I have... I mean, I'm in elevator construction and so there's not a lot of guys, but almost every guy that I work with, uh I was on a job uh this past weekend and every single one of the guys, except for one, uh was it you?
1: You're the only one. I guess
0: me and another (laughs) guy. (laughs) No, so two of us out of out of ten they were all on it or had been on it at some point. Yeah. And we all talk about it openly.
2: Yeah. That's cool. That's good to know. Have yeah. you listened to the all elevator the... Guys. <laughs> the... Elevator guys. Because I have a love-hate relationship with the elevator guys. Everybody. Right. tile i got to carry up the stairs. <laughs> we don't have an elevator yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm have kidding.
1: you listened to the old episodes when Ian was on with me?
2: I'm going through them now. There's a few I haven't. But yeah, because Ian just went cold turkey with the back acne, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he... And that, you know, Ian... Ian has been known to do that with other things, too. He'll go uh, cold turkey on a restaurant just because he ordered something stupid. So he's, he's a little neurotic, <laughs> but he's back on now. And he's actually, yeah. there. you know, Eric, Kevin, Ian, and Mikey are all going to be on in the near future to kind of celebrate. We just crossed over 100 episodes, so we're going to do a little, a big episode. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, but Ian's the first one I told. Um, I don't even know. Probably six, seven years ago. And I only told him because I saw a lot of my symptoms in him and I wanted him to know, hey, we're, we were doing some of the same things. This has helped me. Maybe it'll help you.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of the same things with the guys I work with, friends that you know, I've had forever. I see a lot of the same symptoms. and I feel like go to the doctor. Can, I mean, at least get this checked out.
1: Yeah. But I mean, sure. these
2: are guys that don't go to the doctor at all, like ever. Right. So that's, that's the other hurdle. You know, I got to convince you to go to the doctor, get your labs drawn, and then now we're going to talk about taking injections for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, it's a lot so of work, I, I, right? I
1: can... Yeah to to broach that subject first of all about TRT is one thing, but then to hold their hand—that's kind of like my father-in-law. I've already talked to him about it, and now it's just a matter of like, let me walk you to the doctor and get you checked out. It's difficult. Yeah.
2: No, I can see the benefits for sure. Yeah. Yeah it's it's interesting. You start seeing people. T- hearing guys tell stories or complaints because all the guys say the same thing. I, you know, I'm so exhausted after work. I got to go home and sleep on the couch before I do anything.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and we're, we're not fifties and 60 year old. We're, we're, these are guys in their late thirties, early Mm forties. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad I found it. Uh, It's, it's something that was never on my radar, but I'm, I'm pretty thrilled to be honest. My wife says, even, uh, just mentally, she's like mentally, emotionally, you're fantastic. Yeah. Things that's don't scary. irritate me like they used to, you know, it's just, everything's fine. It's cool. I yeah. Her. That's
1: been a big one for me too. A lot of patience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible.
1: Well, cool. You're a well-spoken dude. We're going to have to have you back on the show sometime.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I appreciate it. What do you think about that? That was
0: cool. Yeah. When, when you sent me the show notes, I was starting to read some of the information that, you know, he was going through. Yeah. You're not you know. supposed to do that. You're supposed to come in and surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, not freaking out, but I was kind of getting excited. Every single symptom that you had on there, everything that you wrote on there yeah. was the same symptoms that one of my coworkers, one of the guys that isn't really? on testosterone that I was working with this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, It's it's the guy. <laughs> it's my coworker. And then it said that he actually started testosterone and all this Oh, stuff. you
1: actually thought it could have been him, not yeah. just like, I can see similarities. You should try this. Yeah.
0: No, he actually called me the other morning because I had talked to him about being on the show. Yeah. And he was like, you're this testosterone expert now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, not really, but, you know, go on. Does he listen? No, I told him that he needs to. Yeah. Because everything he's... Uh, Super. It's basically what he was saying. Like he feels like he has insomnia. Yeah. He either can't fall asleep or he'll go to sleep and wakes up a few hours later. Yeah. And he has all these different things, uh, you know, taking all these different medications. He tried the Ambien mm-hmm. even with Ambien, he couldn't fall asleep. Really? Yeah. Man. So he's, he's going
1: through it. Yeah. You should, uh, force him to listen. Uh, you know, I didn't realize when Kinsey said it, um, I mean that's the same way I felt, not, not wanting people to know about it. Mm-hmm. So you know, no wonder guys are saying I'm not buying a TRT T shirt because it's imbe- like I get it, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'll rock it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just wish there was something we could do about it. What should we do for this 100th and fifth episode, the special edition? Uh, gotta
0: make it big. Got a big table. Yeah, gonna have a big uh, crew. Have a bunch of mismatched
1: microphones. Hey, I think I'll have some of those that you bought the Samsung or something, right?
0: Uh, it wasn't Samsung; it's something else. Um,
1: Audio Technico, or I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's it's a regular like the stereotypical microphone with yep. the bolt. Yeah, that's yep. I think that's what they'll... I think one of them has one of the. I don't know. I, I've I've given out all this equipment over the years, and so I was <laughs> like, hey, I don't know who's got what, but you got to bring it, or yeah. you're gonna have to share a mic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, years ago. I wanted to, I don't know why, but I always talked about wanting to strap a vial of testosterone and a GoPro to a hot air balloon and send it up into space and then see if we can track it and see what happens to it. And now (laughs) that I'm saying it, you know, fast forward, I haven't said it for probably two or three years, and now it sounds absolutely dumb. But at the time, I was like, Ken, will you donate the testosterone? We'll get the balloon going. We're going to do this. And we never did. So maybe we can do that.
0: Put some instructions on (laughs) there. If you suffer from this, this or this. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that was that was part of Ken's concern is that you can't just send a controlled substance into space. Uh I said, Well, if we're not crossing state lines, you know, (laughs) is it really that big a deal? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash TRT community.